Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and today I am here with Instagram model and Twitter model from the UK, Mr. Pops. How you doing today, sexy? Oh, lovely. Even better now that I've just been called a model. <laughs> a <lot> better. <laughs> well, what um, would you classify yourself as? No, I don't know, because there's never been like a goal with doing the social media side. It's just been like, take some selfies, chuck it up. I mean, I'd love to be a model. That would be bleeding amazing. You, well, it's not like you can't pull it off. It's not like you're not a good-looking guy. Come on. There's a lot of. There's probably about fifty photos before I decide on the actual one that's going to go up, though. So there's a lot of preparation for it. There's nothing wrong with editing, like. Yeah. I do it. I saw. I saw one of the like people that like. We're mutual followers. It's like, who edits your photos? I'm thinking, who the fuck doesn't? Like, Yeah, that's very true. It's got at least, well, quite a few filters on each one just to make myself look, feel a little bit better before it goes up. Like, literally, I've... Well, not this one. I didn't have to Photoshop this picture because, like, luckily, you'll see after I post it, like... Yeah. And I'll advertise. I'm actually wearing knee-high boots today. I'm wearing, like, knee-high stilettos, and this is the first time I've been in stilettos in a while because yeah. I've had foot problems and like oh. I have like bone spurs in the heels of both of my feet. Jeez. So like there was a point <laughs> where especially towards the end at my last job I could barely walk. So I wasn't doing yeah. drag at all because like I was literally going to work, coming home, icing my feet. Yeah. And then just repeating the same thing the next day. No, oh, that, that, yeah, that would just be debilitating almost. So was you doing shows as well then? Like, no, I couldn't do anything. So everything just had to stop. Yeah. I actually, this is another thing. So I lived. In the city for I lived in Orlando for four years and then I had to move back to my hometown where there's not really like there is a drag scene, but there's no like gay bars, so it's done in like straight, very hetero bars, and yeah, like yeah. if you don't know the right people and they don't believe in you to do something that's I would say different than most most people doing because, like, I know it isn't this way in the UK, but I know in America, it's pretty much every drag queen lip syncs almost. Yeah, yeah. And I sing live, so like, right. I've been, yeah, I've been heard of it, Nila. Yeah, and I've been. I was actually told at one point when I was doing a show in like a bigger city that's like an hour away from me. I was, I did their show once at the place and then i tried to go back and like ask if i could come back again and the owner basically said they're like we're looking for more like drag queens that don't like sing live but the, it's all about showing a talent though and if that's one of the talent, right done that that's really weird i know we that here. here the, the more or less just like the kind of beautiful djs here like so I mean, 
because I was I came from the city as well. I've moved over to a place called Yorkshire for a bit, and it's really, really secluded. And again, there's only like a select few gay bars, and that's if you're going into into you get a train to go to them. And then over there, the like the queens that are in the bar there are just basically they are just DJs on the stage. They'll interact during putting each song on, but it's like. I don't know how to explain it. Over the past few years, I hardly I hardly see any actual performances in bars and anything anymore. It's, unless I just don't get out a lot. But still, yeah, there's no like proper shows on in bars and stuff. Wow, that seems it, crazy. Because like weird to have a gay bar and not have drag queens do drag shows. That doesn't make any sense. Like. Yeah. Yeah, even in Manchester, because that's the city that I've come over. So in there, well, over there, they've got a whole strip of bars. And I'd say possibly, I don't know, one or two, two of the bars over there only have actual drag queens in. And again, it'll be like a DJ thing. It's, it's on a dedicated night that they'll actually have a show on, like a proper performance. But other than that, it's just, here's this song. Okay, here's the next song. And that's, that's it, really. It's very what? weird. Yeah, because I think about, like, I watch Drag Race UK, and they have all these, like, drag queens that talk about performing. That must be, at yeah. least from what you're saying, that must be more like a London thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that then as well when I was saying that it's quite derelict over in Manchester, because obviously Manchester's up north, and they used to. They used to have a lot of shows on, because I used to work in, like, all in that scene as well and they used to have loads of shows every night dedicated but it's only recently where they've been going around yeah next to nothing but i can imagine london will be more of way more performing and actual booking gigs so is that more like a thing that happened after the pandemic or was that yeah well even on the run-up to it i started to see less and less and it was just i don't understand why it went in that direction because honestly in in the UK as well, I mean, as you, as you would have seen on Drag Race, they're, they're like a different calibre of queens as well. They can be quite cutthroat. They, they go down the comedy side a little bit more a lot. Right. So, and it's 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 brilliant. It really is. Once you go to like some of the shows and they're literally just torturing the crowd. I, I absolutely love it. That's. But yeah, I don't, I hardly see any of that anymore. It's really weird. Yeah. Not sure what it is. But, yeah, I'd like to see more of it, though, because it no. really does make you night as well, especially if you start off with a good drag show at the start of the night. That's it. Then I'm right. Six o'clock in the morning. And I'm, I'm, I'm there. <clears throat> totally. So We've got, we've got um, a holiday soon, though, like in two weeks, going over to Gran Canaria in Spain. And a lot of the drag queens that are from the UK go over that way. So... It's amazing. There's a certain bar that we're going to go to called Ricky's, which I absolutely love. It's where, um, it's basically where, what's what's that drag queen's name? We won season one. Um, oh, season the Vivian. One. Yeah, that's basically where she was before she started out. Well, before she went over to Drag Race, she was in a bar called yeah. Sparkle. So, and it's all the same, like, queens over there. They all know each other. But that is, yeah, it's very, like, cutthroat drag very performing like it's in a theater and it's just amazing so two weeks time and i'll there'll be loads of videos put up on my instagram for you to see nice 
That's got to be, wow. So, do they have, like, drag shows in theaters in the UK oh. a lot? Because that's not a common thing in America. Oh, so, like, I mean, like, more like they um like a kind of theater performance not necessarily in a theater but like they will they will act out musicals for you and stuff and it's it's really it's really cool it's you've got the lip sync side of things you've got the comedy side of yeah things, but on stage they will do a lot of like theater performances as well especially where we're going in two weeks that they, they bring up wicked um yeah every, everything really and it's it's really really fun to watch you can see the amount of effort and dedication that's gone into it because, like, I had that experience once. I wasn't, like, performing, but I saw somebody who's, like, so there's this famous celebrity impersonator in America called Frank Marino, and he has, like, this traveling show where he has, like, different divas go and perform in, like, theaters. Yeah. And that actually came to my hometown, and I went to it because I literally thought, there's going to be nothing like this again ever. Yeah. So I might as well go. Yeah. And that was a very, very different experience because, well, I will say this. I don't know this about the UK. Do they tip people who are, like, performing in the UK? Or is that no. more a US thing? Not yeah, at all? I've thought, I've thought about it quite a few times. And the only conclusion that I can come to with that is, like, the US have $1 bills, don't they? But over right. here, we have... Um, we call them one pound coins. So it would be. Very, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only thing I can think of, really. I mean, I know that you also tip like 20 bills and stuff, but I mean, also the British will not, we're not going to part with our cash unless it's for ourselves anyway. So the likelihood of someone putting a 20 pound note in someone's pocket for performing, it's. Right. Yeah, it's, but they will, I'm guessing they'll get paid considerably more for a gig. I might, I might right. be wrong with that. But yeah, they could get paid a little bit more of it. Tipping's not a thing though. Even when it comes to like food and stuff, when you're out for a meal, we right. The tipping is yeah. It's not well. Really that's that's thing. also because in the UK you're taken a lot better care of than we are here in America. Right, right. Like we got people who are like, I don't even want to get into that. People who are like, the I will say this about. The U.S. government. The fact that I can't get fucking healthcare from the country from the government is insane to me. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I, I've never understood that one. I know, I know about the um, tipping side. We used to. I, yeah. I had a friend that was from um, Toronto, and yeah, come over at once. She was working in bars and restaurants, and she was like, "I literally just depend on tips. If I don't get tips that night, then that's yeah, that's it." I was like, "That sounds bizarre. That sounds really. I mean, the wages there are." great in fact they're getting worse but still i was like that sounds crazy that you just rely on the tips when you're working in like the hospitality industry well that's because like if you're working at like a regular restaurant like i've been a server but i was a server in a senior living home so like i didn't wasn't able to accept tips so as a result they would pay me like 15 16 dollars an hour so that way i could like yeah that makes make, that it, makes make enough money and like it compensated for it but yeah, yeah like i think and the craziest part is the federal minimum wage is so low that like 
every state has their own different like minimum wage. Yeah. Says to get my head wrapped around that is but here that it's the wages here at the minute, it we're going through a really, really rough time because it's like at the minute the wages aren't budging. So we've still got the same wages from like I don't know, like five years ago, nothing's changed with it, but the price of everything, the VAT and everything is just quickly rising. So I like working a government side of things. And I don't say this to be like, oh, your job's worse than mine to anyone in the UK and stuff. But yeah. like, we've been in like this government type of environment where you're at risk every day from getting like seriously attacked and so on and so forth like you are in a lot of danger in what you're doing but then we're getting like it's like 12 pound an hour no less than that sorry i'm at like 11 pound an hour and then you've got people who are like even like the nhs our healthcare service that they're on nothing and to put themselves at that high risk and then it's it's, it's shocking over here at the minute i wouldn't i wouldn't suggest any moves or anything over at any t- any time soon no, definitely. I'm. Th- I will say, like, I am thinking about moving because yeah. I've lived in Florida my whole life. I'm mm. fucking tired of it. Like, because yeah. it's literally when people say why, it's like there are no seasons here. Like, it's literally hot almost all year round. I love the. I love the sound of that. I really do. I really do. <clears throat> I know but I, I mean, what you're saying, though. You have been yeah. there forever. Yeah, it's time to, like, change the scenery. And, like, I want to move into more, like, a conservative state, but I want to move into, like, the liberal, literally probably, like, the biggest city in the South, which is Atlanta. Right. Yeah. So my, my geography with America, though, is shockingly poor. Like... I only know what I've seen on TV. <laughs> like, well, I, I, well, believe me, don't ask me about UK geography. I won't do well either. <laughs> geography was oh, not my thing. Honestly, that's baffling for myself and I live here. It's crazy. It's so weird over here that you can literally be... I'm in Yorkshire now, and it's about a 40-minute car ride to Manchester. Completely different accents. Completely different way of speaking. And that is just continuous the whole way through the UK. It is madness. you got to speak like... 17 different tongues just to try and understand what people are saying is baffling. It's kind of, it's kind of like that in Florida. It's like, once you try and like drive probably like not, not that close a distance, but like three or five hours North, Mm. all of a sudden everybody starts having like Southern accents. I'm like, yeah, I'm still in Florida. (laughs) like i'm very much i would say i'm in the area i'm in is like very elderly right very much retiree same here same where i am yeah rich people which i am not (laughs) (laughs) love to be Oh, God, yeah, it's, it's very retirement where I am as well. And it's really mind-numbing, considering I've come from a big city, and then I'm here, and, like, literally, I could show you outside. Well, I can't now. It's pitch black. But I could show you outside the window, and it's just farm, as far as the eye can see. And so to go from 
police sirens, people screaming outside the window, all that kind of stuff to just dead silence. It is, I still can't wrap my head around it and I've been here for four years, five years now. It's weird. Well, why did, why did you move out of the city and move like... The exact same reason as what you was just saying then. I'd spent so much time there and um. it was, there was job opportunities over there. I'd met someone, uh, over here, sorry. I'd met someone and everything was going great and it was just so far yeah move over but the problem is is that i don't know anyone from around here so literally when i'm not in work i'm just making content for instagram and that's it don't, don't get out yeah. or anything like that it's crazy and you can't really because it's like i said it's just farms so yeah <laughs> there's nothing do. wow yeah so okay let's go to my questions um so you said you came from manchester where are you originally from manchester that's, oh you are originally uh, from manchester yeah 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 um it's such such an amazing place like it's so full of life over there but yeah from manchester come over here to yorkshire and then hopefully soon going back to manchester <laughs> i need to get back there right <laughs> So, what was it like for you growing up in Manchester? It was weird. It it was, especially being gay, like growing up around there. Because um, I know, like from, I know from like TV and stuff. Obviously, sometimes Americans will have that view of it's really quite peaceful in the UK. Everyone's quite um, nice. It's all olden day and blah blah cups of tea, all that. Yeah, um, it can be really harsh over here, like quite dangerous. And especially where I grew up in Manchester was, um, it was well, it was voted the worst place in the UK three years running. It was an absolute dive. It was awful. But then, well, it's still, it's still like that now around where I grew up. No one had any knowledge of people being gay and stuff like that. It was very open to be homophobic around there. It was crazy. So. Growing up like that in that area, it was so challenging. It was like, it was so daunting, especially with my family as well, because they're all absolute crazy people. So I didn't even want to come out to them either. <laughs> it was like, if I come out to these lot, I'm dead, basically. So, I mean, that kind of gets to my next question, which was, what was it like for you coming out? I'm assuming it wasn't easy. With shocking, Le, I was the one who made it a hard experience like so because i grew up i grew up with um two older brothers who were and still are absolute nutters and then grew up with my mum who was a strong catholic at that time so and i knew very early on i knew at like the age of seven that i was right. i am the way that i am so and it, i didn't come out until i was 16. so it was a long period of time knowing but not wanting to say so i was like They'll, they will kick me out. Probably my eldest brother would absolutely beat the hell out of me. It was like not going to happen. And then it basically what happened was I went on a night out in Manchester and just got drunk and got on the phone to my mum. I think I just got some like kind of surge of, I don't know, like strength or something. I got on the phone. I was like, I'm gay. Nothing you can do about it. And I just, I was really aggressive and I was met on the phone with my mum just replying, yeah, all right. Okay. And I was like, what, what the hell have I done? <laughs> I've just ruined this potentially really nice moment. And 
my family was just completely understanding about it. So, yeah, I know I'm in a very lucky situation to have that. See, I will say that my family was like, at the time when I came out, it was just my dad and my sister because my um, mom had passed away four months before that. So, like, oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. I thought it was, I feel like that in some ways made it easier. Right. For me. But at the same time, craziest part, you're talking about the church. The weekend I came out, I was having this conversation with this youth minister who I was basically telling him about this like performance idea I had with like be me being like the dramatic person with like a knife and like how I had practiced it and whatever. So I told him all this. Don't know why I felt to be so fucking honest, but I did. <laughs> he walked out of the room, came back in the room. He said, I have two options for you. Either I'm going to call the cops or you're coming with me. What? So he took me. We drove to a hospital so I can get a psych evaluation. I passed the psych eval. He basically lied. Got me locked in a mental institution for 64 hours. What? Yeah. What the hell? That's that insane. I did not expect it to go down that route at all. Then. Jeez. <laughs> over, over your ideas of... Yeah. That, oh, wow. And that was literally the, like, questions that the person who was, like, determining stuff literally asked me. They're like, are you in drama? And I said, yeah, because at the time <laughs> I was. It's like, wow. this is the thing. It's like, at that time, I wasn't suicidal. I was suicidal a little bit after that, like a year, like, not a year. Like, six months later, I was, but not at that point. Jeez, I couldn't imagine what that was like for you. That sounds absolutely horrendous. What, being suicidal? Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> well, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, oh uh, being locked up, yeah. Well, it well, actually, it's it's very sort of like what it does make you like appreciate is it like makes you appreciate the freedoms that you do have. Yeah. Because obviously, when you're in one of those places, they take everything. Yeah. Yeah, I've been. I've, well, when I say I've been there, I mean I've worked in a place like that before. Not yeah. Been, but. Yeah, you're completely right. And still, like, the kind of the job that I do now is working with, um, well, it's helping people who are at that. Well, God, it's, it's loads of different types of people, if I'm honest. So I work with people that are going through trauma and have lived through trauma and stuff. It's very, it's very like, young age and stuff. And it's helping them manage that side of their lives. So I can completely understand that part of, I've worked with well over a hundred people now, and it's you just see them at at the lowest. Yeah, and the strength that it has to get them onto the other side. So I really do commend you for that. My goodness, thank you. And a lot of it is I've I've never explained this to guests before. I guess I will now. So what I went through, what I say is two bouts of depression. Mm. 
one of one one of them was me trying to figure out who I was. Yeah. And then it was once I found out who I was through drag, not being able to do that every day kind of yeah. fucked in my head a little bit. <clears throat> Did so when was when was this in like the timeline of your life? Like was So the first time I was suicidal, I was 19. Mm. And that was, because I will say this, like, before I started doing drag, as a musician, I was very much sort of desperately seeking attention. Right. As they say, because, like, I didn't know how to I don't know how to explain it but I okay this is the easiest way for me to explain it so obviously I got talked down at that point yeah and I just struggled for a few more years and then it was the moment that I started like tiptoeing in a drag cuz even what I'm doing now, what I'm doing now is like what I needed to get to. Yeah. Sort of just be like that inhibition of saying, fuck it. I'm not skinny. I'm a big bitch. Yeah. You can still wear bodysuits. You can still wear whatever you want, be half naked, and just be like proud of it. I absolutely. I absolutely, yeah, 100%. I absolutely love that. It is that, I don't I don't think it's, a lot of people will say it's like an age thing where you get to a certain point in your life and you're like, oh, all right, I just don't care anymore. But it is that if you've been pushed so close to a certain edge and then bounce back from that, I, yeah. do, I do understand that there's a lot of things that have gone in the past that you'd obsess about and be like, this is this is major. After go getting close to that edge and coming back from it, I bet all of them things just feel completely minuscule at that point. Yeah, and I it, mean, it allows you then to express yourself like that and to have that view on yourself, which is such a beautiful and healthy view. It's it's crazy because a few years ago I would not be showing the kind of pictures I show off online. It would just not have happened a few years ago. So I really, it's, I really, really do commend you for that. That is absolutely amazing. If I'm honest. Thank you. It's and it's so much to do. Well, actually, talking to you from the UK, I don't know like what necessarily um, drives pop culture like over there, but I know in the United States, it's so much about like. Hollywood standards of you have to be this height, you have to be this weight, you have to be this, right. you have to be that. And it's like, no. Yeah. I think it goes down so many levels here, but I'm, I don't know. I've never been too involved in it, but I, it's, I'd like to say with a variety of people that I see on TV and everything now, the UK's really kit, like catering for people being different and being authentic and just being themselves, which is a, a beautiful thing to see, but I'm sure there'll still be stigma in the industry in completely different directions. I'm sure there will be. But yeah, I don't know too much about right. that side of things in the UK. It seems like it's progressing. 
However, I bet if you talk to someone, they'd probably tell you a completely different story. Right. But. So, what made you... Well, this is a clumsy way of asking this question, but I'm going to ask anyway. What made you want to start showing your ass on the internet? Oh, I tell you, I, I think it was just like a kind of, I really don't know. It just, it literally just happened. If I'm honest, it really did just happen. I, through being on like the gay scene and everything like that, I I try and verge. I'm I'm trying to think of a better way than of saying attention seeking. If that sounds, if that's understandable, right? I've always had really good experiences being out with friends and bumping into like strangers and nights out and everything, and the, the, like the compliments and everything like that. And if I mean, I could go way way back into the past, but basically, I've lived a lot of the a lot of my years just being a massive people pleaser. And like basically just looking after others before myself, like not looking after them, but thinking of what they might think instead of doing what I wanted. I know it's, that sounds massive cliche. I know loads of people have will have said that they've had that experience, but yeah, I've always been in that situation where I've looked after others and helped them get to the level that they wanted to be. And then I think I got to about 25 and went, oh God, I've not actually done anything that actually makes me happy and it was that kind of link to having such a good time with people out and the compliments and everything like that and wanting to do something for myself and i was just like oh, i've got i've got a big butt let me show it off yeah <laughs> it was nothing inspirational i'll tell you that it was just literally ego an ego boost if i'm honest right and I stuck with it I mean, and plus, you're probably sending ass shots on Grinder anyway, so like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's one of the first, first apps that I've actually been like bad off. Not, but I, I can get back on it. But that was the first one that was like, you're not coming back on it anymore. And I still don't understand why. Like, this is my seventh Instagram account so far. So, <laughs> I need to find a happy medium between putting acceptable content up online and knowing the limits, I suppose. Okay, I actually have a question about that. That's not my next one, but it's like... <laughs> does anyone in your family question or admit to being exchanged about what you do online, or do they know? Uh, no, not really. They're, they're quite... I will say they are quite in the dark about it. Um, that's mainly been my decision, not through being ashamed or anything like that. It's been... There is certain members of my family that are quite influential and stuff that the very well known if they they're in industries and stuff um and i've kind of not wanted to even though i say i'm not i wanted to step away from that people pleaser thing right still a part of me that's like i don't want what i do to kind of tarnish what they do so i've kept family completely separate almost from being online and stuff just in case it has an impact on their careers in any way i suppose i mean that's totally understandable see you keep people separate like literally especially the way that instagram is now like hooked up with facebook it's like yeah my dad now sees what i wear and like because yeah. we're friends on facebook but i'm like 
Honestly, I don't care. He's not on Twitter, and that's where I post the scandalous photos anyway. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I, I do know that if, if my mum was to see anything, she'd probably be cheering. I know that much. Like, she's she's coming on holiday with us, and it's it's a basically a gay destination. She's seen it all now. She's seen, like, chapless shots and anything you can think of. She's seen it, and she was cheering. <laughs> like, So I know that if she did see me, I know that she she wouldn't be like ashamed or anything like that um yeah it's just i think i see it as a little bit private as well i do know that one day they're gonna see the followers are going up very quickly it's only going to be a certain time before someone else yeah yeah it's somewhere but yeah. and it's like everything you're doing is on the internet so like at some point yeah it's there for good basically yeah so is the uk as uptight to nudity and sexuality has the u.s is because i know like here it is very much sort of i would say in some ways it's gotten better but in a lot of ways it hasn't gotten better here really um yeah. it, i think it all depends on where you are in the uk at the time i think there's a lot of prudes. There's a lot of people that don't don't mess around with that kind of side. But um, yeah, yeah, I think it. I think it really all depends. It's Europe in general. Do not care. They really do not yeah. care. It's it's crazy. But yeah, I I could say that I would never any of my work friends or anything like that. That I'd never ever want them to find out kind of thing because I bet you then there'd be that kind of that quick association to um me doing something seedy or something like that even though it's not but they will be there'll be that quick association to this what you're doing is dirt and it's like mm, is it is it i don't understand yeah I no, guess, I guess we're not fully there yet in the uk because to make the argument you're not well Maybe this is just me, like, being progressive. Showing your ass is not really anything. It's not like you're showing anything, like, going in it. Or, like... Yeah. You're... Or mo most of the time, you're wearing a thong. Like... Yeah. I, I think that way. I've, I have had people, like, in my immediate circle that has been, like... They didn't approve of it kind of thing. And, um... But yeah, I don't, I'm exactly the same as you. I don't see anything particularly outrageous about it or anything like that. It's it's clothed. It's and I think the internet is also a place that I don't think my account would necessarily invade anyone else's space without them wanting to. I think my yeah. kind of account is something that you have to look for basically in yeah. order to see the content. So. I'd I'd hope that there isn't people on the page or I see it that absolutely hate it. I hope it's just people that right. actually found me. But it makes me happy, so Yeah. <laughs> but with you saying like it's your seventh Instagram account, all of all the only thing that like I can think of is me literally thinking if you were a woman this would have never happened to you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, totally agree with you on that one. And it actually makes me really angry. I don't know if it's 
something to do with the people that run Instagram or something, but even like down to the famous people. I've seen it on articles with Kim Kardashian and stuff, literally just putting stuff up that you can see. I mean, good for them. Amazing. But surely there should be a kind of impartial side where it's like, well, if this demographic can do it, so can this. But But it's how it is. Like... Mm. I notice this even with just what I do. I will post a picture of me literally just wearing a bodysuit or wearing like just a t-shirt like I am right now. And all you see is my legs. Immediately when I post it on Twitter, it's flagged as being inappropriate. Yeah, 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 definitely. And it's and it's it's like you're not seeing anything. Like Yeah. The the part of it that really gets me as well. I don't know if it's just because there's a lot of attention on my account, like people have reported before, so I don't know if my account gets looked at, looked at closely or something, but there has literally been times that I've received a warning and a post has been taken down or something, and then I'm on the feed and I'm literally seeing full-on nudity and I'm like, but I was wearing underwear and I'm seeing this person windmilling, <laughs> like, and their post is still up, mine's gone. I don't. I really don't understand how they figure out what's acceptable and what's not on there, and what gets flagged and what doesn't. It's bizarre. And it's probably also because you're you're like you have like a decent amount of followers, but you're not huge. You're not in the like fifteen k, thirty five k, like definitely not. That yeah, I could have been by now, but yeah, every single time I get really close to it, boom account's gone and start from fresh i don't know how i've made it to this level so far I've, i should have gave up on like a, the third attempt but here i am number seven <clears throat> i'm glad you didn't otherwise you wouldn't be here talking to me um <laughs> <laughs> oh god no, i'm glad i'm here too but even twitter i've been banned off twitter i don't understand i didn't think that was possible <laughs> what yeah how yeah. do you get banned well well, I know how you get banned off Twitter, but how do you get banned off Twitter posting photos? Well, I had no prior reports or anything like that. And basically there was, I mean, it'll probably be understandable after I say this. There was a, um, a video on TikTok of a guy and he was only joking, but he was basically had bottles of himself and he was pretending to send it off to people like in the mail for like and i was i'd literally just copied that put it on my twitter account was like oh wouldn't this be the life like sending the easy money gone the account's gone and my ip address was blocked so i was like oh okay that's me done then so okay that just leads me to when you're saying bottom bottles of himself yeah well maybe this is just my perverted mind going right here are you talking about jizz yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, okay, I'm like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm being cautious about the words that I use because I don't want to absolutely disgust you at the same time. No, please. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, absolutely that. I mean, there wasn't even anything in the in the bottles. He was yeah. just pretending that that's what he was going to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's still got the video up on his TikTok. I've not. <laughs> right. But yeah. it was gone. I didn't. I didn't tell you this. This is literally uncensored because, like, this is how like I like doing my podcast. It's like yeah. 
I have to be open because it's like I've had I've had like a go-go dancer who's a porn star on here and like what? I'm gonna ask not gonna ask him like what the freakiest thing he did on set was, please. Oh, God. That's like yeah. yeah, it's like I'm not uptight about that. Like I've literally interviewed OnlyFans content creators and we just talked about like what we're into and it's like Yeah. Oh just, see, yeah, this is the thing. I was like because when, when we decided that we was gonna do this, I was like yeah. um basically I'm I spend a lot of my time on Twitch and stuff like that. I don't have an account yet. I'm just bombing yeah. out depths, but I watch a lot of people on Twitch and they heavily censor themselves. So I was like, oh my goodness, in my day-to-day -day life, I, there's a swear word every sentence. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. the stuff that yeah. I talk about is grim. I just thought, can I actually say this? <laughs> I don't and it's like, this is the thing. So far, I haven't gotten in trouble, because literally, after this is done, I'm going to take this and post it to YouTube. So far, I haven't gotten in trouble yet. So, like... Yeah. Got a good technique. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fine. Yeah, I was I was watching I was watching what I say because sometimes and it based and especially with the UK sense of humor as well it is it's dark so I was like I'm gonna steer away from any of that <laughs> just stay away from it. I'm a little bit of a dark person. I I do like jokes that. Granted, I only do them with my best friend. Like I I do yeah. jokes about my mom all the time. Like oh yeah yeah just like. <laughs> That's that's what it's like, yeah. Like literally, yeah. If, if you ever visit, um, I see I see a lot of videos on like TikTok and stuff where these Americans going, the the British are evil, and I'm like, eh, we're not. But at the same time, you could literally say hello to someone in the UK, and it's understanding the sense of humor. They're they're so quick just to like demoralize you, but they won't actually do it from a place of hate. I could say something a little bit cutting to a friend and the next minute it'll be jokes about what he's going to do to my mum and i'm like okay fine we're here we landed here then <laughs> like it's awful over it well i feel like these are like i feel like you would say that that's more like heterosexual people because gay people like fucking say shit about each other all the time I yeah yeah i call people literally i use bitch to describe people all the time it's like yeah I, I try and explain this to two straight people as well, because everyone that I work with is straight. And um, I mean, you I don't know if you'll agree or not, but when you've got straight friends, when you reach that level of like trust with them and you like form a good bond, I, as long as we're in our own setting, we're not out in public doing it in front of other people. I'm like, you say whatever you want to me. I, I love you enough. But they don't understand how I've got a, a friend who's just moved to London. It was a night that I was, we was in his house. We'd been out, we'd had a load of drinks. He brought two straight friends back with him. And me and him were just being ourselves. And when we looked around, these two women were just like staring at us. <laughs> it was like, what? like we're okay. Yeah, it was like, use it evil to each other. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we still love each other, but that's so homophobic to each other. <laughs> that wouldn't happen yeah. any other way. It's like, I I actually just, speaking of Twitter, I actually just saw somebody, like, saying that, like, anyone who's not black saying the N-word is, like, that. And I'm like, that's literally, it's literally, like, that's a word that they're allowed to say, just like how we're allowed to call each other fag and faggot. And, like, that's, 
that's yeah. a thing that we do. Like, well, it's, it's, as it's I explained to somebody, you're, you're not allowed to say it. I'm allowed to say it. You're not. Like, it's, it's the reclaiming side of it, isn't it, as well? It's the, I'm guessing that's why. Um, oh, I forgot what the, the most recent one that we've reclaimed. But I love that. I love that the fact that our community can use words that were previously used to like discriminate us and stuff. And we just use it and own it now. I, I love that side of things, especially yeah. turning around to a straight person going, don't you use that though. <laughs> that gives me the most kicks. But I'm, I'm also the person who like, so one of the people I was in like training with for work, like asked me, he's like, have you ever seen like, he said someone, he thought someone in our class was a crackhead. And he's like, he's like, have have you ever seen a crackhead? I'm like, yeah, I've had sex with one. Like, <laughs> and it's and, it, and he's and he's like, oh, I'm like, you asked. I'm like, <laughs> I love that. I, I, yeah, I love sometimes the look on someone's face when you say something like that. You just say something that's funny to you, and they stand yeah. there for like a good few minutes. Like, should I? Am I allowed to laugh at this? Of what what they're doing with what they've just said? <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, that's one of the reasons why I've not delved into the whole actual talking on videos and stuff yet online and everything. Like, obviously, I chose TikTok, uh, I chose Instagram because it's literally pictures. I don't have to connect like that because I'm always like, I will put one video up and I will be cancelled in that first video. I know I will, even though it's coming from a lovely place. I just know that I'm going to say something wrong somewhere down the line. This is like this today is the first yeah. thing that I've done online where people can hear my voice. So I guess I'm going to have to carry on doing it now. But yeah, yeah. I get away from that. And it's like, first of all, I will say this. You're British. Like, British people have, like, a sexy accent. So you you could probably say anything that you want and, like, get away with it. Everybody <laughs> hates my accent, though. Really? I, I could, yeah, I could get that with... Um, I could get that with... America, and I've, I've felt that a lot because I've obviously these people being if I put messages up, but when I put pictures up, they'll instantly start messaging. And sometimes the amount of people that I have to reply to, it's easier to send voice notes sometimes. And Americans will generally sometimes turn around and go, I love that accent, that accent is sexy. But if we've got another British person in the room now next to me, we're like, oh no, his, his accent's disgusting. <laughs> it's a Mancunian accent, no one likes it. <laughs> And it's also, like, I don't know, again, in the UK, this is just, like, my thing in the US. It's also, like, there's certain, like, races when they say, like, certain accents where, like, I consider, like, a southern accent on a white guy is just, like, ooh, but you give me a southern accent on a black guy, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, like, can we go in the other room? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the southern accent, I think, is the British go-to accent to do when they're talking, like, about Americans in any way, shape, or form. I've never yeah. thought, you know, the, the stereotypical um, blonde girl from L.A. with a Starbucks kind yes. of thing. Yes, yes, definitely. It's, yeah, it's one of them, too. And, yeah, I, I, I love it. The southern accent just... I, I giggle every time. I absolutely love it. It's because... Especially depending on the person, it's like, it's like, even if you say an intelligent point, I'm going to think you sound dumb anyway. So it's like, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, forbid anyone that says that anyone watches this, I will receive hate. But like, exactly me with people that are from Newcastle over it. Absolutely love them. Spend all my time there. Think it's brilliant. Their accent is just so funny to me. It's just, yeah. Absolutely love it. I wish I could do the accent, but yeah, every single time they open the mouth, oh, I just smile on my face as a bird. So just like sounds sounds silly. Right. Sorry to anyone from Newcastle as well. <laughs> I'll take the hate. I don't mind. <clears throat> That's why. What was it? You talk about like saying stuff. I say stuff all the time on here that like. Yeah. Somebody I had that was like a reality star like said something and then they had to like take it back they're like they're like don't sue me i'm like listen i say stuff on here all the t all the time that like i regret saying as i always say like if my sister ever sees like a lot of these videos i will admit the first three interviews i did with people i made her look horrible but really it's it's honestly all i was repeating was stuff that she said and it's like yeah if you want to stand by what you say you you said it to me so i have the right to say it yeah, to absolutely. the public no, I, I I love it. I, I do. I have been a little bit worried about it over time because of the next steps that I want to do is definitely to go into Twitch. Like that's hopefully right now going to be happening in May. And yeah. like, you'll know Twitch. It's literally just talking for hours on end. And I'm like, there's going to be somewhere in there that <laughs> I'm going to say something. And someone's going to be like, no, 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 you can't say that. But... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how long it lasts on that. If it lasts longer than Instagram. Well, I mean, I will say this: doing it yourself on Twitch is difficult. Like, I've done it. I'm one of those people who, like, I say, if you go over like an hour yeah. by yourself, that's a mental breakdown. If you're like okay. sit here and you have a four-hour video, I'm like, that's you going psychotic. That's not a yeah. video. That's like <laughs> definitely. Well, I want to do all the gaming side as well, though, because I'm yeah, self-confessed massive nerd. So I would love to do like all of the horror genres on there and everything like that. Yeah, well, yeah. that's a little that's a little bit different. That's why when I reached out to somebody and they like asked me for advice about Twitch, I'm like, honestly, the way I use Twitch is very different than the way that most people use it. Yeah, because I use it for interviews and like. Now it's been whenever, well, I will say this. I say whenever a guest cancels on me, sometimes it's literally the guest just doesn't show up when they're supposed to for the interview. That's, uh, I don't, uh, yeah, I hate that. As, as, especially if you give them, because you're giving us quite a lot of heads up in advance. Yeah, I try and do like five days out with everybody because yeah. like, I mean, you even gave me a choice of a few days for me yeah. to pick which one and a few different times. So I don't understand that side of it. That's a bit weird. I mean, I was bricking myself the whole way. I was petrified the whole way coming up to it. I was like, I've got to talk to someone online. <laughs> it's like, how is this going to go? Now I'm absolutely bloody loving it. Yeah. As I told you, I'm easy. Like, literally my, like, quote, business models for this is to, like, 
take people that I well, this is how it's been so far. It's like take people that like I find attractive and like make them talk. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> well, how's this one going for you? Because I don't know how I'm talking. Yeah. I think one of in one of your last ones because obviously as soon as we started talking, I was like I'm watching everything. Yeah. And I saw I saw in one of your last ones she was saying you you did train for something completely different than this, didn't you? And you was like, this was actually the role that this is the avenue that I wanted to go down. Truly. Well, a lot of this was so as I say, like I'm one of those people who like in my life I got a degree in something that I never used. So, like, yeah. I've been very much just taking whatever jobs I could. And, like, honestly, with this podcast, how I started it, you were talking about me doing shows. Since I've done this podcast, I've done maybe two. Yeah. I don't go out and perform that much. Like, because I'd rather, I'd, rather, I'd rather do this. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want. That's that's what I'm looking for. Because when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, that is the exact thing that I'm... Cause the amount of qualifications that I have now in things that I'm never... I'm, I'm not using. <laughs> like, But I want to come down all of this social media route. This is what I should have been doing a long time ago. And I could have used that COVID time to actually get into that. However, the, the industry that I'm in, the jobs were still running through covid so i've literally same here yeah i've not had that time to actually proper assert myself if that's the word into this and yeah it's a bit it's a bit i'd love to see that you're doing it i, I want to be able to do it but yeah <laughs> not yet i know it takes a little bit how so anyway, going back to the people and the when they were talking about the pandemic, they're like, I was in quarantine. I was in quarantine. I'm like, bitch, I didn't get to go in quarantine until I got COVID. And even with me getting COVID, I was supposed to be at home for seven days. They're like, no, our company policy is that you only have five days. After those five days, that, you're coming back to work. We need you. That's crazy. Our, our one was if um, if I got COVID during that period... I'd have to live at work for two weeks. I was like, what? No. Yeah, I had to stay over at work for two weeks. And there was a scare at one point as well. There was a night that one of the people that I like, I look after and everything did get COVID while I was there. And I was like, this, this is it. I'm here for two weeks now. I mean, thankfully I didn't, but God, yeah, that would have been absolutely horrendous working for two weeks nonstop. Because, see, I will say this, like, I know the UK was very responsible when it came to, like, shutting down and everything like that. Yeah, everything just happened. <laughs> yeah, the US was not, especially, like, in Florida. Right. I probably, I performed till, like, the very last moment I could. Yeah. And then... There was literally, like, they had a plane come into the airport at where the area I was performing in. I did yeah. one more show, and then they said, that's it. We're shutting everything down. Here, it just turned into a, like, no man's land. It was just silent, especially, like, because we obviously had to still go to work and everything throughout the time. Yeah. I would just be going to work, and it it was like the apocalypse happened. I was like, this it's possibly one of the weirdest times of my life that it was so strange. Not and it was also, 
And it was also, well, I will say it was very different the way I was working because like I was used to like serving people at the table and it's like, no, mm-hmm. you're, you're literally going to, we have carts for you. You're going to bring food to people's rooms. You're going to leave yeah. it outside. You're going to come back. Yeah. 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 That's... Oh, yeah. Cause we, we also reopened all of our like hospitality side quite quickly, but we did it in a way that it was, you couldn't actually connect with anyone. You had to book in advance and you'd be in a, you'd be at a table and you'd be like cling filmed into the table. We had all these glass doors up everywhere to using your own little pod. And it's, it was nothing like actually it. I think I didn't actually go on a night out for a proper one for about four years. It was draining. It was awful. Yeah. And then now we have this idiot on TV who's like worked at the top of our government who did all was the main head of all the healthcare service side of things and he's like yeah no it wasn't that bad we didn't have to do whatever we did we just we just did it i'm like oh okay it's all over the news at the minute it's crazy so but that's but i mean i will say this i always i always like to think i don't know why i like to think that there are smarter people in england than in america but that's just proof that there are stupid people everywhere. Like, oh, God, yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, you should come over to the UK. All the, I just think everyone, we're all absolute nutters over it. I don't think anyone knows what we're doing. Yeah. It's a bloody beautiful place, though. I will say it's actually, I will say if I had like ultimate money and like, like a lot of money to move. Mm. I'm one of those Americans that would probably think about moving to the UK. I always say, like, my two places would be, like, either London or New York if I had, like, lots of money. Yeah. There is a massive culture shock, though, I think, for a lot of Americans that come over because they've maybe, I don't know, I can't, I can't actually speak to you for you, I'm not there, but I, th- I think maybe because you've grown up with this vision of what the UK is, Right. And then come here and honestly it's completely different. We've had American friends coming over and people um friends from Canada that, that were just like, No, this is nothing like what we've been told. I'm like, Yeah, no. You're walking down the street, you see people with needles and <laughs> like absolute wrong guns from as far as the eye because I love it. It's home. But yeah, yeah, I think a lot of Americans that come over and go, Oh, right is this how it is <laughs> no the well you saying that it's like people who think that's not gonna happen anywhere it's like you're naive yeah yeah yeah. to definitely. think that that that's not gonna happen anywhere yeah like that's I, gonna happen it's brilliant like you'll be this F, people from britain i really do think are really welcoming and like you could literally walk up to someone that you've not seen before in like a bar or summer and you can be chatting all night and we are lovely but we're just yeah you have to understand the british to actually be comfortable here because we're also a crazy lot that would be probably a little bit of an adjustment for me because i'm very much an introverted person in general i'm i'm less in drag because like for me like I tell people the one benefit of drag is like you don't have to talk to anybody. People are going to come up and talk to you. So it's mm-hmm. like I don't have to start conversations. Yeah. See, when I've had a drink, I just can't stop. 
and I've noticing now that I'm coming out more of my shell, I'm like this on ev my everyday life now, and it's I've just got to a point where I'm like, I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I really don't. Right. It's, it's and it's nice. It's a nice feeling. But yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. I spent yeah. so much time like. I mean, I even was one of them that walked around on a daily basis, just constantly staring at the floor. I didn't want to make eye contact with anyone. Um, constantly saying sorry for things that I didn't even believe and do wrong and stuff like that. It was very, like, stay away from me type thing. But, yeah, totally. now I'm just... Now I'm a loud mouth. And I absolutely love it. Yeah. Okay, so I think you, like, briefly went into this, but I'll just ask you again. So... What made you refresh? Well, actually, you already answered this question. Never mind. I was gonna <laughs> say what made you refresh your Instagram in September 2022. But if you said you got multiple accounts deleted, that's what did it. I didn't even know that. How do you know the dates? I didn't even know the dates. Cause I, I do my research. That's what wow. I'm. <laughs> I didn't even know. Well, I love how I call it. I love how I call it research. I literally <laughs> stared at pictures of your ass to figure out when the last one was. <laughs> That's good enough research for me. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, it was. It would have been deleted. It definitely would have been deleted. Yeah. Like that's why when I tell people I do research, it's like sometimes I watch porn. Like that's that's research. That's <laughs> <laughs> research. I do a lot of research. Yeah. <clears throat> so I know obviously you have a job but have you ever considered go-go dancing or stripping yes oh 100% they don't have that here though what uh, they kind of do but it's from what I know it's more like um, again I, I could be completely wrong but from what I know it's more um, like you self-manage yourself you're mainly booked for gigs and stuff but from what yeah. I've seen in America you actually have like bars don't you where you have go-go dancers in there, right? I, yeah, yeah. I've not, I've not seen anything like that in the UK, and I'd love to do it. Absolutely love to do it, but no, Just nothing like that. Well, maybe you need to move to America. No, 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 no. no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, would I, I would strongly America. encourage you if you ever thought about moving to America, don't fucking do it. Like, really? <laughs> oh, I love the thought of it. I mean. It depends on what area you move into. Yeah, yeah. Like, if well, you were to yeah. move to America, I would say save up your money and move to New York City. Because, like, that's... Right. Because oh, you don't want to be, like, in the in the South. I know it's cheaper, but it's like you got to deal with people who... Some people who still believe that gay people are bad, believe that black yeah. people are bad. Like, that's... Yeah. It is. And I'm sure there'll be places like that in the UK as well. I mean, it's it's more people's mindsets here. There's a lot of people in the UK that are still very in the past. It's it's, it's mind numbing. But I, like you said before, right at the start, though, it's gonna come in all yeah. walks of life. In every everywhere you go, there's gonna be that somewhere. Yeah. Actually, just hold on one second. Oh. Okay. Cat and the 
Okay. Uh, I'm back. I literally just I saw my like laptop going on like energy saver mode, and I didn't want uh, the little battery to like die in the middle. Oh, it's perfect timing. My cat needed attention, so I just grabbed him for a little bit while he was off. Yeah. So, do, 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 where am I? Oh. Okay. I love how I write these transitions. Um. <laughs> so, what type of guys are you into? Oh. Oh, that's a nasty one. <laughs> um, I've never gone for a, a. Everyone that I've ever been with has just been completely different from the last. It's never actually been. But in, in an easy way of answering it, I just don't like a dickhead. If, if this isn't. I don't like castles in the slightest. Anyone else is fair game. Yeah. But yeah, there's never ever. I've gone through the complete scale of types of guys that there is so far. Yeah, I just stay clear of the the dicks. Right. Well, I will say, I have a well based on my dating history. So, as I said before, I'm a thick bitch, got a fat ass. So, <laughs> black guys are very much into me, and that's pretty much been my dating yeah. history. And yeah. like. Oh yeah, absolutely. As yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think if I have actually got a type in any way, shape, or form. But it, I, I mean, I've been engaged twice. Wow, and they were completely different. They like one guy was quite a. Well, he was just an asshole, and I don't. I still don't know why I got engaged to this one. I was with him for like I was engaged for three years, way back when I was eighteen. I got engaged. I got engaged. And then, wow. yeah, he was just, yeah, horrible personality. It's just, it started off really good and then he just become very, not controlling, but he just knew everything, I knew nothing kind of thing. And, um, but yeah, he was like, he was quite a big guy and everything. And then uh, got engaged, so the second time got engaged. Yeah, black guy. It's completely different. No, no, that sounds bad. See, this is why I'm going to get cancelled. That sounds bad. Why? There's no types. I don't, yeah. No type, really. Just keep the assholes away from them. Not literally. I mean, like, the yeah. awful people. Yeah. Fine, you want to... Fine, I'll say something. Like, reason I've been with black guys a lot is because big dick for a big ass. Like, here we go. There you go. <laughs> There's me also getting cancelled, like... <laughs> um, it's just because he's actually a lovely person and doesn't make yeah. me feel like I'm dumb in any way. Sometimes he will. Sometimes it'll be like, um, oh, wow, that's a big word you've used. And I'm like, oh, fuck off. But, um, yeah. <laughs> right. Other than that, and then, like, my dating choice and everything has literally just been the same. It's completely different people every time it's yeah well i will say this like i don't it's like i've well not dated i've dated yeah meaning fucked like yeah. <laughs> that is gay for dating for di different <laughs> different types of guys and everyone says it my joke is always i'm like it's not true i give white guys a chance twice a year i call it community <laughs> service like <laughs> 
a discussion. <laughs> yeah. And Dallas. I mean, that's honestly why I haven't dated much around here, because I'm in a very white area. Yeah. And coming from someone who, like, lived in the hood for four years, it's like... And lived... Well, okay. I guess I have to explain this. So, do you know what I, do you know what I mean by when I say that? About hood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I want to say, I, I don't want to start using, like, American slang and you you being on the other end being like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, oh, God, no, yeah, no, go for it. Uh, yeah, no, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that I watch is purely American anyway. So I'll, I'll get the gist. Okay. Oh, well, speaking of next question, so is it... Well, okay. You said you... Are currently dating somebody? Yeah, um, okay. and also, I'm trying to I'm trying to exercise my um, want to. I'm, I'm, I want to try and get in a throuple. I really do. It's, it's I'd love that, but yeah, no, it's it's not worked out. Fine. Well, um, okay. My question was that is is. Is is it hard for you to date guys because of the type of content you post? But like, no, I don't think. I don't think so. I mean, still meet tons yeah. of different. Um, I don't. I still don't think I'm at that level yet, though, where people actually know who I am. It's happened once or twice, and I've generally been unsettled by it. <laughs> like being on a night out and going, oh, "You're him." And I'm like, "Oh no, I am." <laughs> so how do you know me? <laughs> Are you following that? But yeah, I still don't think I just don't think I, I probably don't think I'll ever be at that level if I'm honest. But yeah, I'm not noticed or anything like that. Well, you gotta be noticed. Okay, you gotta be noticed a little bit. Like, well, well, there was this thing that so I changed my Instagram to a personal, uh, professional profile. I don't know if it makes any difference, but one thing that it has done is I can see the insights sometimes. And it was a novelty for like the first week. I loved it. Now I just don't yeah. look. But when I did go and look at it, my demographic is like purely American. It is a really small fraction of British people that actually come and look at my content. It is mainly American people and Spanish. Well, that's because like, well, I can't speak for all. Americans are going to speak for me. It's like when I see like a guy showing his ass, like literally, you tuning in. <laughs> the first thing is, I don't give a shit where he is. I'm like, who this? <laughs> yeah, definitely. You started to like really, really break up now for some reason. I don't know what's going on. Unless it's me. Oh, still there. Oh, you've gone.
Okay. Oh, wait. Oh. Oh. Hello again. Okay. Sorry. Shit. All right. Okay. There we go. Fuck. <laughs> Hello. Gotta hate technology sometimes. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not me ruining it for once. I don't understand I... what's going on. No, I've never like had this happen. Yeah. I wonder what. Wonder what the hell it is. Okay, so, shit, I don't even remember what I was saying. I can't remember what we was on. Um, well, wait. Oh. Okay, well, fucking, I'll ask you the next question. <laughs> People ask why I just randomly cut off on a question. Anyway, so, do you think that most people who follow you see you as... I'm going to put this gingerly. Nothing more than an ass that they use to just get themselves off to. Oh, I, I definitely think there'll be an element of that. Definitely. But I I don't think... Oh, one, one thing that I was... Even from the first account, one thing that I've always been really keen on is, is making sure that I respond to every person that that actually tries to come on and connect. Um, I don't know why that is. I, I think it's just a respect thing. I want to, I want to make sure that if they've shown the like the kindness right. to actually put, but even if it is just to say nice ass, I will reply in some way. Um, and there is a lot of people on there that I genuinely want to yeah. get to know who I am. And yeah, it's just so lovely. So that's one of the sides that keeps me coming back each time when the account goes as well. Because they always find the way back to me. And then, yeah, there's, there's such beautiful people on there, I will admit. Yeah. I, I say that I'd That's like also to find like... person, but doesn't always happen. Right. And I will say, like, I feel like that's something that, like, all people who like post stuff online, like post rocketed photos of themselves. That's why I get help in my DMs too. Like, mm. like I literally get the, I get the like your ass is so fat, ma. Like comments, like all the time. Like, yeah, I'm used to it. And it's like. And it's like, what a surprise, another black guy hitting me up. <laughs> Not... I won't lie. Like, like said, literally right, my uh, life. Um... <laughs> this, this, uh, oh, there's a big um, like, delay on it again for some weird reason. But there is that, um, there is that, I won't lie, there is that ego boost side, side to it. There's some of the comments and some of the messages yeah. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Generally appreciate yeah. of it. But yeah, there is that also. There's like, I mean, this is prime example. There's times like this that I'm like, all right, perfect. This is, this is the cool side of actually doing something like this as well. Yeah. I mean, there's generally, as I've like 
tell people, I shoot my shot. Like, of the, like, people I've hit up, like, I'd say less than 20% have actually gotten back to me. Right. Because it's, cause it's hard, like, especially, I don't know if it's like this in the UK, but in the US, people are so, like, followers obsessed that, like, if you don't have, like, a certain amount of people, yeah. people are just going to ignore you. I've never noticed it in the UK, I'll be honest. I mean, social media isn't even a thing that I've heard people talk about even on, like, nights out and stuff. Like, even with conversations with my friends and stuff, no one's ever really talking about, like, the social media side of things. I've never noticed that, anyway. Well, I mean, maybe that's more me, because, like, I'm trying to get more, like, gay people and, like, but most of gay people, like, the big, like, people who, like, I follow on Instagram, they're either in one or two places. They're usually in L.A. or New York. So it's, like, I'm talking to those kinds of people and it's, like... Oh, mine's from absolutely everywhere. Like, each time someone pops up, I'm like, yeah, I'm from Manchester, UK, where are you from? And then it's, like, different parts of the world. And I love it, but also... There's like that thing about, oh, I can't go on a night out with this person. Then. We chat all the time and we can never go for a drink because they're all the way in some other part of the world. I just like, it's like chatting to see, people. My, see, my thing is, yeah. My thing is like, and I was actually just talking with my best friend about this a few days ago. It was the fact of when I'm thinking about moving, I was thinking like, well, maybe I do want to move to Los Angeles. Maybe I do want to move here. Mm -hmm. And he's like, why? I'm like, it'd be easier for me to get guests. Yeah. And he's like, but you're not going to do it in person. I'm like, I don't have to do it in person. Like, and he thought this was a crazy idea. I'm like, look, I would literally social media, stalk the person, find out where they're going, introduce myself. So that way I can get them on my podcast. Like, I'm not above doing that. So am, am I right in thinking then like the LA side of things in America is like the gay scene and like around them, around them areas. Oh, you've, you've gone again. You completely, it's gone muted. Very much. So, yeah. You've, you've gone. Hello. There, there's. You've, you've. I would say there are three gay hubs in. Oh, nothing, nothing's coming through. I can't, I can't hear what you're saying. I actually think this time it's on your end. Like, <laughs> damn it. Um, yeah, nothing's been coming through for a wait. while. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this time it literally, there, nothing happened on my end. So like. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I'm so computer, computer illiterate as well. I will not know what to do with this. <clears throat> 
Um, yeah, I'll go. Oh, well, I've only got like one more question, so. Oh, it only feels like we've been on for about 20 minutes. No, we've been on for over an hour. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I feel I feel like there's still like so, so much more to actually talk about as well. Well, maybe there is, and like... As I said, I have people back all the... Well, I haven't done it recently, but I'll ask people back, yeah. like... Oh, I'll do it. I'll definitely do it, 100%. Because you still got to go through all the scandals that work and again. stuff. Oh, damn Yeah, it. okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, I'd, def I'd definitely be back. So... My life. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely probably like have more stuff to write about. And honestly, with me before, I just got a new job, and it's like mm. once I get out of training, my schedule is going to be like different. So I don't know yeah. what time. I'm going to have. I'm always free. So, like, after I'm going to be working mornings or nights, I'm really hoping for. I'm really hoping for mornings because I am not someone who likes being out late at night. Like, <laughs> oh god, yeah, no, yeah, let's. We'll definitely have to start something back out again. There's like there's tons more. Yeah. There's way. There's so much more that we need to get through. Yeah, but you got to <laughs> figure. You already talked for almost an hour and a half. Like. Oh yeah, but they still like, like I said, yeah. they still like the scan. Have you seen my um, story highlight on Instagram and stuff about the scandals at work and stuff like that? I don't think I have. <laughs> oh, so there you go. Then, again, once, maybe once this off, is over, maybe I'll off, read it off. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we'll to my final. Yeah. And I mean, you can honestly, like, after, like, the interview's done, I'll probably, like, chat with you for a few minutes anyway. Yeah. Okay, you can hear me good. All right. So, final question. What do you think is the biggest misconception about you? Biggest misconception? Um, so far, I don't think that there's been... Oh, do you know what? I'm lying. Yeah, there has been one. <laughs> I think it's the whole the, the sex drive side of things. I think because of the type of pictures I put up on either Instagram or Twitter and stuff, and obviously at one point I've had yeah. um, a more saucier account, um, a subscription one, I think people's perceptions can also be that I am heated up from the minute that I wake up to the minute that I fall asleep, the the DMs will be coming in and it's like, what are you doing now? And I'm like, I'm just like eating a bowl of cereal and watching TV. <laughs> like, I think people think I'm, I'm a lot more horned up than I actually normally am. <clears throat> Uh-oh completely gone 
Yeah. Oh, you're back. This is I am, okay. That's the other reason I need to end the, end the interview is because literally we keep breaking up. <laughs> yeah, it's just nonstop. Damn it. Yeah. But yeah. I've never, I was. I will admit, I'm now I'm now paying to stream on Twitch, and I thought like when doing this, these problems would stop, but apparently <laughs> not. No, <laughs> if, if it's a problem from my end, though, I'll have a look because if we do do this again, I'll make sure it's all. Yeah. Oof. That's embarrassing. I mean, but it's been all good, and like. Well, part of the reason I also need to, like, end it soon is because, so I live with my dad, and, like, he's probably going to be home, like, right. literally any minute, and, like, yeah. I'm out in the, like, living room, so I have to break all this stuff down, get out of the bag. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, but, yeah, whenever, whenever you, like, if, if someone cancels on you, let me know, and I'll be straight there. Honestly. Like order, I'm I'm so sorry, but you've gone again. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> because I am. Not working out well. Yeah. Are you there? Fuck. Okay. <laughs> You're yeah. freezing up again. I think um, if you want, though, if we if we call it if we call it, well, here, and then hundred percent. I guess with that being said, yeah.
I'm gonna edit here. <laughs> I understand. Keep uh, trust the breakup. Trust it to happen to me. <laughs> oh. oh. 